Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Paper Cuts Podcast. Today's episode is called Paper Cuts Paper Hunt 2014. Enjoy. Well, we're at a, we're at a Comic Con, aren't we? Hi, everybody. We have an right. audience. Say say hi, audience. Hi. Woo! Yay. <laughs> so this is uh, episode number six, and this is a special one for us because we are actually at the Garden State Comic Fest. Uh, this is Paper Hunt 2014. Uh, the premise of this uh, podcast this week is that I well. We gave each other ten bucks. Yeah, sure. We gave each other ten bucks. Yeah, uh, we just <laughs> Let's we go just, with that. We, that we, sounds we, good. We we traded ten dollar bills, and we had to get the coolest <laughs> stuff we could find at the comic con for ten dollars. And uh, I think we got some real treasures going on here. Uh, before that, do you guys want to talk about anything we read this week? Was there anything notable before we hop into this wonderful, wonderful topic? It was a light week for comics, really. I mean, I I don't know Chris, about. Every- Hi. Hey, Hi. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Talking into a microphone. It was like, I'm just going to hold it like this because it's my microphone. I can do what I want. Um, yeah, <laughs> at least for me, it was a really light week. I got you know, Future's End because it's every freaking week. Um, I got something else. Oh, 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 man. Um, Supergirl, um, the doomed tie-in. It was awful. It was just atrocious. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm loving uh. Superman Doomed. I think it's I think it's fantastic. I think it's super fun. It's yeah, it's kind of all over the map. I don't really understand the whole Lois Lane Brainiac thing because um, that must have happened when I wasn't reading Superman when it was awful or something. Um, so for like the last three years, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right. But uh, you know, so so I'm I'm digging this Doomed thing. It's kind of funny. Uh, Superman rips Doomsday in half because you know pff, why not? Because because he couldn't have done that in the first place. But he rips Doomsday in half. <laughs> Breathing all the spores, turns into Doomsday himself. It's all kind of fun. And it's been entertaining so far, except this last issue, this Supergirl tie-in, was just Supergirl hooking up with some dude in a wheelchair, and then she, like, flew away or something. It had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Not really. I was, oh. I was so unhappy with it. It was just, it made me so mad, because it, it said it was Super Doomed, uh, whatever the Yeah, last Chapter 4 or whatever. Yeah, I was just, I was, different I was title. so was, pissed. Was there just, like, a panel of Doomsday, like, in the corner, like... Hey! <laughs> yeah. Make his cameo and leave. Stop on Doomsday. No, it was. It was like you know, I'm out. It, 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 she fell down from somewhere and said, "This happened in this issue." I was like, "I know. I uh, freaking read it. <laughs> I read I it." Know, last that was week. chapter three. Yeah. It was it cool. Hurts. I was excited. That's why I'm reading this. But no, no, no. Just, just. I was actually looking forward to that too. I saw that Supergirl had the crossover, and I was like, "Ooh, I get a chance to read Supergirl and a, and a story that I'm I'm interested in." And now I hear that it's horrible, but yeah, it was. I'll still read it. Bollocks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, at the very least, you have to have it because it's numerically part of it. it yeah, just, uh, irked me. Um, so that was a big disappointment. And the other thing, which I, I guess wasn't really a disappointment because I kind of knew it was going to stink, was the Turtles Annual. Um, Anybody who knows me knows Ninja Turtles is my favorite book being printed right now, hands down. I think it is phenomenal in every respect, except these annuals have just been garbage. And I think this is the only second one that they've done. But it's all Eastman. So it's all Eastman art, and and Eastman did all the writing. And while... um, Eastman does most of the, a lot of the writing for the regular book, and it's really good. It's, it, they, they nail the way the turtles interact with one another. The storylines have been great, but this annual was just... Let's back up a little bit. They, st- <laughs> they started a miniseries called Turtles in Time. Oh, so anybody who's a fan of... of Vacuums? You know, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> 
Anybody who's a fan of the old video. Oh, God, he's here, isn't he? <laughs> we stood in an elevator with him. <laughs> that was him? That was him. <laughs> oh, and I made fun of him. Oh, that's you terrible. Did. By yeah. the way, from what I understand, he realized who you were, Dean. No, he didn't. No, he did. Oh, okay. He did. And there is some behind-the-scenes work to get him to stay, like today. That's how upset he is with you. Oh, God. Yeah. He's you should probably, done. when we're done here, you should probably go apologize. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> if, for any of you guys who haven't heard any of the other podcasts we've done, uh, I I happen to maybe have insulted Charles Paul, Paul Wilson III, um, who did the art on, I believe, the second issue of Turtles in Time. Yeah. And because uh, it didn't look nice. It looked like he made the turtles look like vacuum cleaners. And uh, I said that. I said that out loud. And then... Um, <laughs> And then I told them that to his face on Facebook. And and he's got a table right out there. Like, he's 20 feet away. And we didn't realize it. When we got here, we were we rode in an elevator with this guy in a plaid shirt and, and, and a cap. And um, and we just we just thought he was some dude. And then I'm walking around the show, and it's him. And I start laughing <laughs> because he didn't know who we were, and we didn't know who he was. And uh, that, was, that was fantastic. Yeah, we must have seemed pretty weary because we were just making all kinds of jokes about the whole, like, better get to M main floor thing. And he was just silent staring at us like, bunch of idiots. What are these these idiot kids doing here? This bright Dragon Ball shirt. And what's that about? Yeah, my wife was not happy with me leaving the house in this shirt, by the way. Um, It's a beautiful shirt, Chris. I I like it. I'm, I'm happy. Uh, I don't know that you should be, but I'm glad that you are. This is stylish. This is mad stylish, all right? So 1999. (laughs) So I was going to say, like... And it is remarkably comfortable, and I'll also say that I I felt a little overweight lately. (laughs) I've been feeling a little bloated. I've been retaining water. (laughs) When I bought this shirt, (laughs) I bought three of these, all right? I had a Vegeta, a Goku, and a Trunks, and this was the tight one. Eh? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, not too bad. But all right, back back to the point. The Turtles Annual, um, the the Ninja Turtles Annual that just came out. All Eastman art. I I love Ninja Turtles, and I think Kevin Eastman's great. And that stuff looked great back in the day. But I just don't dig Eastman's art now. Like I purposely avoid buying the Eastman covers. And when the annuals come out, what I was getting at before about Turtles in Time. They released the first issue of Turtles in Time, and there was a disclaimer on the fr- front page that said, uh, this takes place after the Turtles Annual, which hasn't come out yet. This was like a month and a half ago, and they were like, well, time travel, it's fine, you know, it, it's good. It's, <laughs> that it, works. It, it, yeah, it'll come out eventually, it yeah. works. So it finally came out, and then we're two inches, issues into Turtles in Time, and it's really good, and I'm reading this annual, I'm like, all right, now I get to find out who these characters are, and it's just nothing. You find nothing out about them, they just... Here's this time-traveling girl who showed up and said, Hey, you guys are turtles. You know me. And they're like, No, we don't. And she's like, Ah, time travel. They, they travel to some... <laughs> Everything gladi- makes sense. Yeah, ah, time travel. Uh, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, as the doctor says. Um, so, so they drag him into this coliseum where they have to fight for some... It's like some completely derivative gladiator coliseum stuff. And then it just stops. And it doesn't even set up turtles in time in any way, shape, or form. It's just like... There was such a disconnect between those two issues. and So, yes, it was a disappointing week for comic books, for me, anyway. Because I only got those three books of all the, all the stuff that was up. Those are the only things I got. And um, I know there's good stuff that I didn't buy because that's always the case. But I was really excited for any week that Turtles comes out. I'm usually, like, thrilled. And I was mad disappointed this week. Wow. That was uh, – that's, that's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I like comics and I read them. 
And I'll talk about good ones. <laughs> uh, this week, uh, I read Manifest Destiny, but I, I talked about that one already. And I didn't get to fade out yet, the new um, Brubaker image book. Uh, but I did finish the Star Wars run by Brian Wood. And uh, that, was, that was great. Um, they really tied everything together in the end. I don't know if they forced the ending quickly or not because of the whole sale of, of uh, Star Wars to Marvel. But um, they, I think they stuck the landing. I think that um, the way they wrapped everything up was nice. The, the banter was good between you know Han and, and uh, Princess Leia. Um, the the stories were pretty good. There was a, a couple really good um, star uh, Darth Vader standalone stories right in the middle of the series. It did kind of fade out a little bit with the whole marriage of. Um, Princess Leia to this one prince of this whole planet, and they were gonna, you know, set up their their base there because this series takes place in between four and five. So uh, they were gonna set up the base there. Then you know, plans got thwarted because we all, you know, it's it's predictable, but in the same time, it was still entertaining. I know where the story was gonna go, but they threw a lot of curveballs in there. Uh, great art. Um, it was uh, I think his name was uh, Deando. I think I forgot his name. Lando. Was it? Yes, it was Lando. It was Lando. That was in Deando, or it was Lando? No, it's always Lando. No, it's, Lando. Uh, it's Lando actually uh, Lando Deando. Oh, okay. Lando Deando. It rhymes. Rolls off the tongue nicely. Land- Lando's not a system; it's a man. Huh? It's both. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was uh, twenty issues. Uh, it was a great run. I definitely say pick it up. Uh, it's probably be, uh, in trades completely by now. And I, I want to see what uh, Star Wars does in the whole Marvel hands. I haven't uh, seen what they um, what, what they're coming out with, but I heard that I think Jason Aaron is on, on mm-hmm. one book. Yeah, they so. got a lot of talent on those. Yeah, which is fun. It's gonna you know I, I love Brian Wood, so I thought he was a great talent on on that book going for Dark Horse. But I think they're just gonna plug so much money into it from Marvel. You know, it's gonna have hopefully great storylines, but hopefully they won't you know take every single character and give them a story. Yeah, I don't know if we want a Guido story out there. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I couldn't agree more about the the last issue of, of Star Wars. It was it was so bittersweet for me because, like you said, that whole previous story arc about the um, the Leia getting married and all that was it was feeling kind of weak. It wasn't my favorite thing. Yeah, it I was dragged still, a little bit. I was so excited to read it though because it was part of an ongoing thing, this whole universe building thing, and it, it was going really well. And until you mentioned it before, that the Vader thing with that girl, yeah, that was outstanding. It was great character development. That's what Brian was really great at, and and he, he nails women's voices too. You know, he he does that one that New York five or New York four. And that mm-hmm. was uh, two big trades. And he, he he nails the voices. And yet, you know, he'll nail the Darth Vader's voice at the same time. Yeah. And then seeing the way this series ended where it seemed to be setting up something so cool. Like I was everybody was on the Falcon, you know, and they yeah. were all interacting yeah. with one another. It's like, this is why I'm buying this book. The end. <laughs> the end. <Aww>. <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> Disney. Stop. But no, I mean, I'm, I'm also share your excitement about the new Star Wars stuff because I mean, from what I can understand, they're doing a handful of books, but one of them is going to be in a similar time frame uh, or, or t- space time. There. I wouldn't even mind if they just took it from right where they left off. You know, I, you yeah, know that new girl could, on the Falcon, and all of the whole team on the Falcon, and, and go from there. Run. That, that would be awesome. <laughs> just keep Brian Wood on the book. Yeah, he keep works for he Marvel. Works for Marvel. Yeah, right. So <laughs> there you, just keep do- that thing you're doing. <laughs> just keep do doing more it. of that. Yeah. That's, now that's we'll good. pay it works. you instead of them. Yeah. <laughs> so that that was my book. That I, I think I came out last week. I think it ended. Um, so I haven't really got to all my books this week. I, I was 
so excited for this. I couldn't yeah. contain myself. Oh, who wasn't excited for this? Yeah. Uh, so, so Dan, what have, what have you got for us? Uh, really, the only thing that I've even a- attempted this week was the the new Brian Lee O'Malley uh, trade that he put out. Brian Lee O'Malley does Scott Pilgrim, which is absolutely phenomenal and amazing. And he's got this this new trade out called uh, Seconds, which is uh, it's completely completely different. I mean. Scott Pilgrim was this really hyperkinetic and and crazy pop culture referential uh, title, and Seconds is a much slower character based work. I've only gotten about halfway through it, but the what he really nails in it is is the voices of the characters. These are so wonderfully complete and different people that reading through it, it's very very easy to get to. I know who this person is. I know who this person is. It's not everybody just kind of jumbled together and I'm just going to give them the weird indie teen voice in my head because that'll work for them. Everybody's got a very distinct personality and there's a little bit of weirdness going on as well. Like the first thing starts off with a little sprite pixie looking thing on top of the main character's dresser and she's talking to her and you kind of read it through an internal monologue but the main character argues with the internal monologue, which is pretty awesome. It's like, she was getting older. No, she wasn't, right? You know, like, she's, <laughs> it's just this really kind of quirky and lovely, joyful kind of story. And that I, I haven't even been able to finish it because I started a new job, and I have to drive into Brooklyn from Staten Island every day, which takes a lot longer than GPS uh, directions would indicate. So it's like, you mean oh, there's traffic in Staten Island? I'm, there I'm is. Shocked. It's the weirdest thing. I get under the BQE and then I just stop. <laughs> I just don't go anywhere. I just like, okay, this is cool. I'm done here. This is fine. Just, you just get out of the car and walk. It's not I, 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 seriously, I might as well. It's I like, BQE. I, oh, it's the worst. My it's the worst road. roads in all all time. Is the Between BQE. that and the road, one and nine. Uh, yeah. I hate one and nine, but BQE. Awful. It's the pits. It's well, it's just awful. So well, well, Dan. I mean, at least you're up here and not down. Yeah, anymore. at least I'm not in Texas anymore, though, which is <laughs> awesome. Because like, I walked outside today and didn't want to like just take a shower, <laughs> <laughs> which is an amazingly different thing from the last two years. Every day in Texas, walk outside, go. This sucks. I don't need to go shower. <laughs> yes. There is not enough deodorant in the world. <laughs> I'm just drippy. Well, you're not drippy anymore. At least no. there's seasons here. So you know, I know. I'm like everything's really green. I don't know if you guys know this about where you live, but there's green things here, <laughs> and it's really cool. We we've heard there we have an abundance of green things. I, like, I think that's why they call us the what is it the garden state. Oh, that's there what you it go. is. Yeah, I was yeah. standing in at work the other day staring outside of the window and one of my coworkers came up and they were like are you alright dude? And I was like yeah there's just like really green things outside. <laughs> <laughs> they were like yeah they're, they're trees. I was like I know but I've only seen dirt for the last two years. Like, <laughs> dirt and everything was beige. Every building was beige. Every car was beige because they were dusty. It's, it's amazing. Oh god. So, yeah. Tell me more on Texas. So, yeah hey you know te- everything's bigger including how awful it is. It's just... <laughs> Oh god! So there well, you go. That's what I've been reading. Thank, I read half you. of a graphic novel that came out a month ago. And, and, and you have in, in nice. offended nice. the entire state of Texas. So I mean, we did we did two things. Uh, awesome. So why don't we get to the main topic? And why don't we start with what have you read, Dean? Yeah. What what have I read? Throw him under the bus. <laughs> That's right. oh, please god. let me get through this without anyone knowing because I didn't read anything. <laughs> please please let me just. 
I started reading. Uh, does it count as cursing if it's in the title? It it depends on the word. Southern bastards. No. Oh. Well, I mean, it's not really a bad word. I, re- I read, started reading from hell. <gasps> oh. <gasps> You're good. Be still, my heart. I know, but um, shut yeah. it down. Um, from heck, down. you say. Yeah, from, from heck. <laughs> what what it was is I I don't know if I'm gonna get into it. Apparently, it's like this really huge, like awesome novel. You know, they made a movie after it and everything. Kind of, sort of like, and I guess in what if if they kind of knew who uh, Jack the Ripper was. And I started reading it, and it's very wordy, and it's not just wordy; it's written almost old English. Mm-hmm. So rough. I'm staring at, it and I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't. I know people said this is good, but I don't want to do this. I really don't. And <laughs> go, you know, I. I God, was it, it's the story that takes place in Victoria era England, and the language is accurate. Ugh. That's stupid. I don't want that. Gross. I want them to talk like me. That's better. God. Uh, but yeah, I started reading it, and the, while the premise is cool because it it's it gives you an idea of like what type of person could have could have done this, and uh, the the author did a lot of research on uh, serial killers, uh, so there's a lot of uh, actual fact that goes into this into the mind of someone who could you know do something like that. But it, like I said, I'm having a very tough time getting through it, and I don't know if I'm going to finish. It. I'm going to try, but. It's it's tough. It, I I want to go back to reading Mega Man and make everything better. <laughs> <laughs> that book's simple. I like Archie comics. They make everything easy. The Mega Man comic is awesome, and there's a new issue this week. Yeah. I want a Victorian era Mega Man book now. <laughs> don't, say don't, don't say that. Don't say that. Please. I'm I'm happy with uh, them throwing in the little bit of X that I got. I don't need them throwing in an entirely new uh, <laughs> new new Mega Man continuity. Yeah, Robots no, it's in Victorian. Don't, yeah. don't Ye need old that. Mega Man. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> What so, you uh, read this week? Ye old Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite book on the stand. Is his arm cannon going to be like all steampunky and whatnot? Yeah. See, Absolutely. this sounds like a dope idea. I'm in. Uh, awesome. Well, we could just make our own book. We'll, all right, fair we'll, we'll publish it. No big deal. Sweet. Uh, so now that I failed this week at reading almost <laughs> nothing, uh, why don't we uh, why don't we get on to the main topic now? And Chris, I just keep staring at whatever you have in front of you, and I need to know what what did you buy for ten dollars. All right, so we already went through why why we did what we did, right? The $10 challenge. So um, I bought a couple of things for $10 a piece. Now, I, I don't know which one to present as my main thing. Present them all. All right. These drawings I have here were $10 a piece. These are from Dad's Cartoons. Uh, this guy is incredibly cool, and he has lots of great stuff on his table. But I saw this, which is um, for anybody in the room can see it. But anybody who's listening at home, this is Gumby as a Ninja Turtle, <laughs> which I could not stop laughing at. And then he said, oh, you like that? Well, check this out. And he had the other turtles and Splinter, and I had to pick up Splinter as um, uh, Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. Hey, uh, Chris? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. Dean's got Dean's got something really special there, too. Yeah. Um, uh, from the same artist. Yeah, because this guy, if you... If you didn't check out the booth check it out because he's got some really neat niche stuff um it's Rocco as uh Bane from Rocco's Modern Life <laughs> and I like he's like you know who that is I was like that, that I know of course I know who that is that's Rocco and that's Bane and you just put two of my favorite things together so here's my money just take it please uh I gave him a 20 I was gonna tell him to keep it because he's so awesome but then I realized I'm poor so you know I, I took it back <laughs> but uh yeah yeah again check out his stuff what was it dad's cartoons Yes, uh, I, have his, I have his card here. Yes, Dad's Cartoons, uh, Instagram, at Dad's Cartoons. Also, in the show notes for anyone listening, we're going to list all this stuff. So there you go. All right, so those 
pictures were ten bucks a piece. But the thing that initially caught my eye is this masterpiece right here. Uh, I got this from Digital Realm Models and Toys. Uh, they have their their business card here. We'll include this in the show notes as well. It's a it's it's very cool stuff. They specializing in seventies and eighties collectible toys, retro pop culture memorabilia, which is always a fun word to say. Licensed model kits, vintage toys, action figures, and video games. And uh, they had a really cool um, Mario Brothers Game & Watch at their stand. It was awesome. It was in the box. I really wanted to buy it, but I already have one, and I couldn't really justify spending like, <laughs> who, 100 Who doesn't have one? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, seriously, who doesn't have one? But, but I digress. Lousy with Game & Watches. This, this masterpiece right here, <laughs> this is a Batman brush. It's so strange. Hairbrush from 1977. Um, it looks a little used. Too. It's definitely a little used. <laughs> I think it's, I think some kid bit his arm there. <laughs> oh my god! It's, it's got teeth marks on it. What makes it truly remarkable is that it is an actual Avon product. Um, and Get out of here, the back really? of the, the back of the yeah, there you go. He's oh, got wow. a, the back of the brush. He kind of looks like a woman, <laughs> which is fantastic. <laughs> and he has an Avon tramp stamp. So curvy. <laughs> Because there is actually, like, there's a butt on here. Like, there's an actual <laughs> butt and an Avon written right on the lower back. It's fantastic. You so. know, we can end the podcast right here. You win, Chris. You win. That's but, like, it. They, That's did, it. they didn't even bother to paint the back of it, so it's like it's just it's like a nude Batman <laughs> from the back. <laughs> what Avon lady was selling that? I don't know, but this is a, uh, yeah. Did, uh, the judge is saying you you paid ten dollars for that. I paid ten dollars for this. Okay, because the bag says eighteen. But he bartered. We I bartered. told the guy okay. about the challenge. He said, "I'll give this to you for ten dollars." So there, there we go. That is that is my oh submission. My is the Batman brush? That is that is fantastic. The bristles are yellow, and there's something stuck in it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, when I when I saw the little Put chunk in there, I was like, you know that that is that is fully worth ten dollars. That has history behind it. it, it so it certainly uh, does. I'm pretty sure you have hepatitis now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get your shots. I'm pretty sure we all have hepatitis. Now. <laughs> but uh, all right, so why don't why don't we move uh, on, uh, Nick? Oh what do you got man. for us? Okay, so it, this was a tough challenge because um, the Garden State Comic Con, it, it, it is great out there. They have so much stuff. You know, guys, come down this year, next year, check it out. It's, it's a really fun event, and it's got unbelievable amount of stuff. And the hardest thing was picking out what to get for $10. This was only 10 let me, let me erase that $12 sign right there. I did get a uh, $30 Bob Camp um, uh, was a print of. Well, uh, I mean, we could show off for other stuff if we got time. Well, too, I, I can't. I didn't qualify. It was thirty dollars. You guys really, <laughs> really, you know, held my hands for this. But I did get an ice tray of R two D two Star Wars, and on the back, it's all like Asian writing too. So I feel like it's imported, and it makes it even more special. <laughs> and uh, and I, it's so special. <laughs> and I can't wait to use it tonight. I I am a. Uh, Irish whiskey drinker, and I can't wait to just look over and see him floating in my glass <laughs> and slowly disintegrating. Oh, it looks so good. But um, I, there was also uh, a Han one, which was the gigantic um, carbonite? carbonite frozen very one. Nice, very and I, nice. I, I wish I could use it, but I don't know what you do after you make it. Jello mold. <laughs> I don't. I yeah, don't that's jello. Jello. Yeah. You, you that's don't have any cool. glasses that big for a whole hot no. carbonite. <laughs> you, you could do. I guess you could do the bucket challenge with them and there you go. knock yourself out with gigantic <laughs> cubes of Han Solo. Get you a big carafe of Irish whiskey. Yeah, yeah. My my Tillamore do is uh, would be done well, in one yeah, glass. Yeah, we get you a huge snifter for that. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. you need two hands to hold oh, it. With, goblet. Why not? Yeah. 
<laughs> an infinity gauntlet of it. Yeah, that, oh, that's yeah, perfect. Well I wonder if they have one of those here, an infinity gauntlet that can hold enough Irish whiskey for a Han Solo and Clark. <laughs> <Right. Knight. laughs> and to send you to the hospital, probably. That is a very <laughs> specific request. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's people here who can uh, do that on commission. But, I, got, uh, <laughs> I got this from uh, Andrew's Toys at Andrew's with a Z. Uh, uh, Andrew Toys with a Z. The toy part that makes it extreme. Dot so. com. So yeah, it's extreme. And uh, they also had um, Hans uh, Bubba Fat. So I was in between this and Bubba Fat. But I, I like the the R two D two ness of it. So I'm I'm happy with. I'm, my, I'm excited my for you. You know what? I, I think uh, I think you need to send us a picture so we can put that in the show notes. Just so you enjoying an Irish whiskey with. Uh, I, I am with the definitely R2-D2. down for that. Very cool. Very pinky cool. Up. floating around. Pinky of course, up. Pinky, pinky up. always has to be up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a pinky ring on too. <laughs> if you have a, a pinky, pinky ring, please, please. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> so, Dan, it looks like you got a drawing over there. I did. We were walking around, and I, I got a drawing from uh, Cliff Roth, who's uh, out here in the in the main section. And he's doing uh, – he, he was listed originally as a characterist, a caricaturist, which uh, doesn't really do his work justice. He's got some really, really amazing stuff out there. But he said, you know, I'll draw you for 20 bucks Now – I realized that this is a $10 challenge, but I have two kids, so I cheated, and, you know, $10 a kid, that totally works. Wait, right? wait, 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 wait. So, Are we going to allow it? Of course you're going to allow it. There you go. All right. So so we went out there, and I asked my, my two girls, I said, you know, would you like this guy to draw you? Absolutely, we would love this. We're, we're totally on board this idea. So we sit him down in the chair, and, and, and Mr. Roth looks at them and says, what would you like me to draw you as? And my one daughter wanted to be drawn as a ninja turtle my other daughter to make it easy on him <laughs> said a unicorn <laughs> so is one riding the other <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great I'm going back after this and be like alright I love what you did but here's what I'm thinking a twist <laughs> oh god okay so what we have here is a picture of my two daughters, one as a Ninja Turtle <laughs> and one as a unicorn, like with with a horn coming at it like it's her head on a horse body. And it's amazing. And like, like they got done drawing it and, and he was like, girls, do you like it? And they were like, that's amazing. They feel like the best thing they've ever seen in their whole lives is their head on a Ninja Turtle body and a unicorn body. <laughs> $10 per kid, money well spent. I mean, even at $20, this is a bargain. But at $10 a kid, come on now. that's. It, it actually is amazing, too. I mean, they look exactly like the kids and oh, yeah, the turtles. Yeah, he nailed it. He, no, he like, nailed it everything. Is, it is Unicorn perfect. and everything. It's, I can't wait to well hang played. it up in the well house. Because, you know, like you go in people's houses and you're like, oh, that's like a Christmas picture that you went to like a <laughs> studio and got done. Look, I've seen that teddy bear in 50 other people's homes. Nobody will have anything like this. <laughs> no. This is, a re- this is amazing. Well, do you still have my Christmas card from this year? I think I might. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so we did, I just, I have a near one-year-old at home, and uh, we did, you know, what he was saying. We sent him off to Walgreens and get a bunch of, you know, cute photographs done. But Dan is my arch nemesis. So while most people got, uh, messages that say Merry Christmas or something the only thing my Christmas card to Dan said was get bent <laughs> so there's a picture of my son get bent 
I, th- I think that is in in one of the one of the many boxes that came from Texas. It is with the rest of the family photos that we brought. It was like we. This is awesome. We have to say this. It's nice to be loved. Yeah, really listen is. to our uh, regular podcast if you want to hear us hate on Dan on a constant, constant <laughs> basis. Unfortunately, we had to kind of dial everything back a little bit to keep it a PG rating. But uh, yeah, in our normal I, uh, days. I'm, re- I'm really impressed. None of us has – we've said hell and bastard so far, and that's okay. Yeah, well, they were titles, so I think, yeah, well, I think that, that's that all right. counts. All right, so uh, I, I guess it's down to me, and I don't think I could beat what Dan did. I kind of wish I saved you for last. <laughs> My watch has stopped. Your watch has stopped? It's, like just completely dead? It's been magnetized. Okay. Anybody get the reference? Come on, anybody? X-Men cartoon? Oh, God. No. My watch my watch has actually stopped and it's one of my favorite lines from the old X-Men 90s cartoon because it doesn't make any sense. It's just like Professor X is in a room and 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 there's Magneto's gone. Oh, but he was here because my watch has stopped. <laughs> Professor, what do you mean? It's been magnetized. He drops the watch and it sticks to his little thing. What Magneto was in a room so his watch sticks to stuff now? <laughs> what is that about? But I looked down at my watch and I'm like, "Wow, it's been 12:05 for like an hour now." <laughs> oh, wait a minute. My watch is broken. So, uh yeah, my, my watch stopped, and I used this opportunity to make a quote that nobody got, so now I'm sad. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched all those X-Men, and I don't remember that. No. Nope. I'm just shocked that line didn't stick out to me. Damn. <laughs> Very upset. Anyway, sorry to cut you off, Dean. That's okay. It's good enough. I'm just going to put that in the show. No, that's a, that was a terrible joke made at <laughs> 28 minutes. Uh, all right, so I don't think I'm going to beat uh, what Chris bought. and Well, actually, what any of you guys bought. But I've never actually bought a Funko Pop before. And we were you know, looking around this entire show floor, and I saw a bunch of things. And then I saw this little prize, and I was like, I need to buy this immediately. So... <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely saw that, yeah. I, uh, I, I couldn't help but buy this because, you know, Sharknado is just a weird movie to begin with. And the fact they made a pop out of it, I was like, yeah, you know what? This is worth uh, – this was seven bucks. I don't know why he brought it down from eight. Apparently, I looked like I was on the fence for some reason. <laughs> but uh, I, I see you hedging your bets here, sir. Eight dollars too much? Well, How about seven? It, it was sitting Done. on here like this. Sold. And I'm staring at it. And I was like, huh. Sharknado? Oh, cool. And he's like, seven bucks. And I was like, well, I, I guess you got to get rid of them. All right, sold, $7. Uh, so for anyone who's not watched that, have you guys actually seen that movie, everyone here, or for the most part? Go watch the movie. It's terrible and awesome at the same time. The acting's absolutely horrible. It's about sharks caught in a tornado, and then the tornado starts actually ravaging the city. Hey, Tara With- Reid was in that movie, all right? I don't want to hear bad acting, right? She's <laughs> Tara Reid and Ian Ziering. Or is it Ian Ziering, oh. the dude from 90210 oh, yeah, with yeah, the curly yeah, yeah. hair? I think it's Ian. either or. Uh, <laughs> no one cares. Does, Does it matter? matter? <laughs> yeah. Even if he came up and corrected me, I just wouldn't even call him the right thing. Be like, whatever, Steve, that was your name on the show. <laughs> Off you go. I have to say that as as a fan of the original Sharknado and lesser oh, extent Sharknado Evan, did you, 2. Did you see what, what I got? You got that for 10 bucks? Yeah. $7. $7. Dollars. Yeah. yeah. Did, Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to complain about its lack of accuracy because the Sharknadoes had hundreds of sharks. Yeah, this them. looks like a gigantic this is shark really, tornado. <laughs> this, is, this is one shark in a, in a tornado. This, this, Get this filth away from me. <laughs> what, what if it's like a megalodon caught in a tornado? I mean, a 50-foot shark caught in a tornado, that's plausible. Oh, even better. What if all the sharks merged into one, <laughs> into one giant shark? I'm done. I'm done. They just know. They gave the guy at Funko. They were like, uh, <coughs> Bill, 
um, you're going to make the Sharknado one. And he went, I've never seen the movie. It's Sharknado. Just do it. And he went, uh, it's a shark tornado. Done. Here's what I got. I, you know what? For, for seven bucks, because apparently, again, I look like I was on the fence about the whole thing. I was like, yeah, you know what? For seven bucks, that is well worth it. And then I got my little Rocco Bane. And I got a few other things. I got a few other prints. I mean, we got a we got a few minutes, so I guess we could show some of the other stuff. Um, Wait, hold on. Going back to this, this thing is actually adorable too, though. Right, I, I right. <laughs> for a shark in a tornado, it is it is cuddly and lovable, and I, I love it. And I I always wanted to get one of these pop Funko things, but I never really could pull the trigger I've, on them. I've never had one. I bought one for my girlfriend because she loves Beetlejuice, and they had a Beetlejuice one, so I bought that. Yeah. Never got one for my... Actually, I lied. I do have an Adventure Time one because I do love Adventure Time. They just but. came out with um, the dancing Garut at the end of... Uh, Get out of here. Yeah, There's one of those. and he looks adorable, yeah. from, and I might... That from might like be a Funko one. thing? or Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. Is this, and uh, it's, you know, the, at the end of the movie, the, the closing I'll, scenes. I'll take 11. Oh, it looks <laughs> good. <laughs> it just, looks good. As many as I can have. I just want a field of dancing Groots. <laughs> Surround. God, me too. Bathe me in dancing Groots. I want an entire field. <laughs> Can that be your Christmas card picture this year, Nick? Just I'm just you in a tub of dancing Groots. Uh, that would be so happy. As long oh, as it God. says get bent on it, I'm in. That's all I want. The, the usual fourth person on this podcast, Evan, um, he's involved in putting this show together, uh, the Garden State Comic Fest. He has a wall of pop. Really? Uh, Does he? Of these oh, they, I, he has a wall of them. As in, there's enough of them, I think the weight could actually kill a person. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this right here is not heavy, so it is an impressive number of Funko Pops. It's it's frightening, and, and if everybody who's seen my video game collection know that I am not daunted by large numbers of things. <laughs> and I was daunted by this wall of Pops. It was very impressive. I, I actually have seen pictures. It is very impressive. And again, I've never had one, and I figured this was a good way to jump in with Sharknado, of, of all things. Well, and now you're just going to buy because they're like seven, eight bucks, and you're like, ah, that's cool. And next exactly. thing you know, you're going to be yeah, I'm gonna full of them. Yeah, I'm going to have 50 of them. Yeah. Yeah, lucky me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> lucky me. Um, Nick, did you did you bring the print with you in here? Uh, no, I actually didn't. I didn't want to bring it around. I have someone, a, a girl holding it for me well, right now. Well, I actually do have a couple more things. I guess I did get for 10 bucks because the guy gave me a, a deal. I got It, it was $10 each, and then it was two for 20 and then I got the last one for free because he thought I was awesome. And because I'm wearing a Transformers belt. Yeah, and let's go with Transformers that. Stuff. Okay. <laughs> Take it easy, all right? Relax. <laughs> can we have the belt? I mean, I'm away from the microphone, but you guys can hear me because this is the size of my bedroom. Uh, you have a very big that. bedroom, Dean. Yeah, this is this is a very large bedroom, Dean. <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm a pimp. What can I do? <laughs> I hope that wasn't on the podcast. So, the first thing I got was, uh, have, do you got, have any of you guys heard of Adventure oh, it's, Time? It's Catbug. Cat, Catbug. Uh, $2 in the artist room. She's got a whole mess of them, and I couldn't pass it up. She's also got Bee and Puppy Cat, too. Yeah, exa- exactly. Uh, very, very cool stuff. Catbug oh. is by far the cutest Isn't thing that it? there has ever been. Yeah, exactly. It's just adorable. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even get Take it easy. Take it easy. Oh. Let, me, let me finish here. <laughs> Slowly. I got it. I got it. <laughs> all right, so not, not all I, at once. Not I love Beast once. Wars. This uh, is a good show. It's quality these were, writing. These were $10 a piece. These Beast War prints. This is, uh, this is Ryan Ox, if uh, you guys don't know, and uh, he's my favorite. I actually have a resin statue of him, so this is going to go right next to him. Uh, this was fantastic. The guy does all um, Transformers stuff. He's an illustrator, but literally everything I saw was Transformers. Again, uh, link will be in the show notes for him. He does commissions, too, and they were relatively cheap compared to what I normally see commissions for as well. So there was Rhinox. There was Ravage, which is cool because that's Gen 1 stuff going on here. 
Although he did appear in Beast Wars. Yeah, so that's that's the Beast Wars version. And then I got the original Optimus as well. So I, I am very, very happy with uh, everything I got going on today. I was very excited for Catbug. When I found Catbug, that, that kind of made my day. And I was like, well, I can go home happy now. I spent more than enough money at this convention. so uh, I can go home happy. I've spent $2 and I have a Catbug print. Yeah, <laughs> done yeah, exactly. And done. I'm going to get that thing framed, man. That, that thing is awesome. And again, she did a bunch of Adventure Time stuff. And then there was also an artist right next to uh, her, uh, and he is a tattoo artist at um, Silk City Tattoos. Uh, for are, any we, guys are, we do, for are we doing the Bubsy tattoo now? <laughs> like, Did we I, get to 2,000 likes yet, Dan? I don't know. Just for those of you who don't know, I, we do another video game podcast as well, and uh, Dean has agreed to get a Bubsy tattoo um, once we get to 2,000 likes because I'm going to pay for it. And by pay for it, I mean my cousin is a tattoo artist in South Jersey, so, you know. Wait, wait, are we talking about <laughs> tattoo artists in a shop or, like, I'm going to have to go into his basement? No, no, it's like a straight pick and poke. No, no, it's his garage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 oh okay, great, no, he is a great. legit tattoo artist He's got in a, a box shop cutter and some magic markers. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, yeah, I don't know if I – well, but, yeah, yeah, if, if – uh, if I, I told Dan that if we got to 2,000 likes – and we're at 200, so – there need to be some pretty quick stuff going on because the deadline is September 30th. So, I mean, if you want to see me get a completely degrading tattoo of a video game, I hate. Yeah, Bubsy? Um, I mean, that, what, yeah, what, what, yeah, what console was that on? Sega. Sega and, and Super Nintendo. Super oh, wow. Genesis and then on the Atari Jaguar and then on the PlayStation 1. Wow, it's bringing back very bad memories. That's why <laughs> I, I think I just completely blocked that out of my yeah, we, uh, childhood. We go wrong. Yeah, we, we did a 48-hour stream and we spent four hours playing that yeah. game and we, yeah and we were stuck on the same level for four or five hours and again uh for anyone wanting to know who bubsy is just google it and that sounded like the uh the lion king game back in the day yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that was we the hardest that game ever yeah i just can't wait to be king stage god <laughs> that was yeah, funny story about that um that the reason those games were front-loaded in difficulty was because, and I, I listened to this great interview with one of the guys that worked on the game and a lot of those uh, older Disney games, is that Disney was afraid that people wouldn't buy the games if they could just rent them. So they front-loaded the difficulty. So the first couple of stages were crazy hard, so nobody could beat it in a weekend when they rented it. And all that really... <laughs> and, and, and then every stage, at, every stage at the end of the game, you just walk to the it's, right. It's there's cake. not even any enemies. It's cake. The you rest just of walk Lion through King the level, and you're like, oh, hard. there's Scar, but I just keep... Oh, we're done? Awesome. <laughs> That's it. The end. Yeah, Disney's not so innocent anymore, are they There's now? a piece of uh, fun trivia. But, yeah, we should probably start wrapping things up. Don't tell me what to do, Chris. <laughs> I'll wrap this up when we're ready. You don't own me. Throw the Sharknado out. Adam. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I guess I should uh, probably start wrapping this but, up. But who won? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Chris. Why don't, why don't we? Uh, why don't we pick a judge? I thought she was. Yeah, judge. Jessica. Well, right? are we gonna do judge? Because we have an audience too. Like, oh, I, I oh, feel. Yeah. I feel it would we be wrong them. to the wow. audience. That's, that's a valid point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, how, how many people do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six. We have a whopping seven or eight people here. This is yeah. Our first audience. You know, congrats yeah, to the audience. Yeah, yeah. Big hand. And thank you for coming. That's so amazing. Much. Um, but uh, yeah, I tell you what. Why don't Why don't we do a show of hands? Um, who think uh Who think Dan won? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Twenty Dollars over here. <laughs> ten for that. I swear it was ten. <laughs> he gave it to me for ten. Sexy Batman. <laughs> Stupid, sexy. Batman. Look at the pose. Mm, <laughs> Draw me on. like one of your friends. Hand on his hip. <laughs> arm okay, over his head. Right. 
who wants him. I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to vote for Chris because he bought. <laughs> no, we can't vote because you bought a 30 year old hairbrush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, props to you, Chris. Props to you. Show right. hands. Who, who likes the Batman? Oh yeah. wow! wow. Done. I, I guess that. we can end it there. Near unanimous. Winner. Uh, yeah. So it looks like uh, Chris wins this one. I, yeah, you know. Yeah, Damn so. you, sexy Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Something like sexy Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, word to the wise. You guys can find us on www.geeklife.com. That's www.g33klife.com. we got a bunch of cards for you guys to take on your way out. Uh, it has our website on it. We're available on iTunes as well on all our different podcasts because we do a lot of them. And I think most of the personalities kind of overlap for the most part. You know, uh, Chris can be found sometimes a little bit everywhere. Um, I can be found on almost everything because I have all the equipment to do this, and without me, there would be nothing. Uh, so I'm kind of forced into doing this, but I love it all the time. Uh, uh, Nick is on Paper Cuts, and Dan is on uh, Paper Cuts and the Stone Age Gamer because we hate Dan so much, we need to hate him twice a week. Right. That's right. But yeah, besides that, you can email us any questions you have, whether it be about a comic we missed this week, whether about how much you hate Dan and his beard. Uh, whether about how much which you, you can't because it's glorious. Of course, of course. Uh, whether you want to put a bid better. in for uh, Chris's um, Chris's hairbrush. I mean, I'm sure you're taking bids on that now. We can put that up on eBay. I d- <laughs> oh, he used it. He used it, folks. Oh, oh Chris. Oh no. No. That's uh, you, commitment you, Chris, right there. Chris, you are a father now. You have to be more careful with your own life. Well, yeah. You, People rely on you. Okay, so you you can email Chris about how disgusting I was. Please don't do that again. Put that away now. I'm a little scared. Um, any uh, tips for getting rid of uh, head lice? Email to <laughs> yeah. Geek Life. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Geek Life site, G33KLIFESITE at gmail.com. Uh, or you can just go to our website. We have a nice contact us tab, too. We put a new background on. It's nice and shiny, isn't it, Chris? I like it. I, I know you do. I know you do. All that matters. Uh, and like us on Facebook, because Facebook, we put all our stuff on. We'll be doing playthroughs of video games very, very soon, starting Monday, official playthrough, starting with the fall. And that'll be just with me probably playing scary games because no one wants to see me play regular games. Don't give me a look like that, Jesse. Jesse might play them too, and she hates scary games. So us screaming at the same time in the dark with headphones on is probably going to be pretty funny. You guys should definitely watch. You get to choose which one's the girl. <laughs> <laughs> I do have that a was pretty deep. high pitched uh, scream. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, uh, it'll, it'll yeah, it'll, it'll be fun, and yeah, you know, uh, we're on YouTube and everything. I don't think I missed anything. Did I miss anything, Chris? Uh, yeah, you, no. want, you have stuff to plug most of the uh, time. Castlevania. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's not here. Mike's not here. In honor of Mike, Castlevania. Castlevania. Uh, yes, uh, I do. Um, I occasionally write for Nintendo Force Magazine. Um, in the the late previous two issues, I wrote a column called Peripheral Vision, where I discuss old uh, Nintendo peripherals and the games that are related to them. I also write a column on Geek Life called Lost in Time, where I discuss old games that are lost in time that probably won't be ported to anything because they're caught in rights limbo, and I just did a new article about the Twisted Tales of Spike McFang, which I promise is way cooler than it sounds. I actually went and played it, and it was really, really awesome. Sweet. It works. (laughs) (laughs) Dan, when are you going to get back to writing those awesome uh, wrestling articles? Uh, (laughs) Hopefully never. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) This weekend. Awesome. This weekend uh, I will continue with uh, (laughs) why I love wrestling because I'm a 33-year-old man who loves wrestling and I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah, as you should be. I should. You're right. I probably should be, but I am not. 
Actually, uh, check it out because he doesn't just talk about the WWE and stuff like that. He actually talks about um, promotions that I've never heard of. And uh, I was very surprised when I saw something called Chikara that actually worked and looked much better than anything in the WWE. And I was I was very surprised. Chikara is amazing. Yeah. And in Philly. Yeah, so, so not, I mean, if you guys ever want to see a show, you know, just go go do that. <laughs> Sounds well, very Asian to be in Philly. I, <laughs> well, and, you know. well and the thing is, they're luchadors, so it, there's all kinds Spanish. of stuff going on with that name. But, uh, yeah, I think that wraps it up for us. So uh, let me go get our wonderful theme song all uh, propped up and ready to go. Uh, yeah, while, while he's doing that, also uh, do a quick uh, plug for my friends at the um, Comic Book Fans United, who uh, also helped out a lot with the behind-the-scenes of this very uh, – uh, comic fest that we're involved in. Um, I'm going to be guesting on Between Two Beards, uh, which is the, one of their podcasts. <laughs> Between, two Between Two Beards. It's fantastic. Are you uh, going to be in between both of them? I think so. I think I will be between two beards. They um, should have two ferns on the outside of them. <laughs> between two ferns, between two beards. <laughs> I'm going to suggest that. That's, that's, that's pretty wonderful. Uh, but yes, any uh, comic book fans united, they're, they're a Facebook group. Check them out. They're really, really cool folks and uh, very welcoming to folks talking about uh, comic books. Yeah, so check that out, guys. Uh, I'm sure they'd love to hear from you or just at least get your subscriptions. Uh, speaking of which, subscribe to us. That would be awesome. Uh, you can find us on iTunes once again. Subscribe to all of our stuff because, I mean, I know you love to hear us yammer on about stuff all day, and it's the same thing when we're doing this not live. So, yeah, check it out. Yeah, I think that uh, covers it for us, right, Chris? That'll do. All right. Yeah, let's thank our audience, though. Thank yes, you for thank showing up. Yeah, another big up, guys. That was awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Audience. Thank you. Thank you. Usually the audience is my cat sitting in front of me <laughs> yeah. uh, as I push it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this, this was Reporter, a fun change. Recording and podcast now. Get away. You are way better than Nick's cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True True story. True story. He laughs at nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So, uh, from all of us here at Geek Life, enjoy the rest of the, uh, the Comic-Con and have a good day.